Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Luka has a triple-double. There's rebound number 10 to go with 12 dimes and 19 points. Double on Luka. Clean up for three. Final hour, fist pump time. Peyton is getting it live on the fan cam, Twitch, and YouTube. What is that, Bob? It's like a T-Rex fist pump. Yeah. Just pumping short, it. Short stroking it. There you go. Yeah, if I do if I do quick short strokes, then I get more in of my fist pumps. Okay. Uh, so that was the Mavericks victory night. Daniel Gafford coming up big again. We talked to Chuck Cooperstein about it one wow. hour ago. You were here for it. Yep. Uh, voice of the Mavericks. <laughs> Uh, as Gafford last night, 16, 17, and five blocks. Choppy brought up Grant Williams to Cooperstein. Don't look. Who knows what Grant did last night? I assume you do. 21. 21. Thanks for 21. You have Bobby guess. I was, that's what I was going to guess. <laughs> 21, 4, and 3 for Grant Williams. So he is left here, scored 15, and then 21 for Charlotte, just like that. Yeah, and now there are a couple things here. One is Mavs are saying, hey, listen, don't don't pay, pay, pay attention to the first 15 games. Look at the next 40 because <laughs> he was pretty good the first 15. You know, but also he had he had made uh, like uh, there was a there's a little snide remark on, on Twitter's uh, making the rounds that uh, he said, you know, it's just fun to play for the name in the front of your jersey and not the back. Ooh, uh, and, you know, like just we're, that's got to be a Lucas shot. No, uh, I mean, maybe. I mean, look, who knows how much longer you're going to be playing for the name Charlotte Hornets because they might move again because nobody goes to their games. So, <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, like, I'm trying to think like there's there's been uh, there's been guys that left here and maybe have played better. Um, but who's he talking about? That's I, his quote. I, I, yeah, that, that's kind of who the, else could that be about Kyrie or Luca? Luke, it's got to be Luca, right? Like, I mean, I would think so. That's why he started wearing the Tatums. That's the big reason why he started wearing the Tatum shoes. Right. That just seems, it seems like there's obviously some bad blood. I'll just, here we go. I'll read the whole quote for you. It's great to win. It's great to get a win for the city and play for the jersey that's across your chest, on your back. Everybody touched the ball. We trusted one another. That's, that's it, Luca. Well, there you go. That is right at Luca. All right. Boy, well, Daniel Gafford is working out great here, gentlemen. Oh, oh for uh, sure. Hey. And and I think every type center is going to work is with with Luca is going to work out really well. Oh, I think it was Kuzma after the game last night said like, yeah, Gafford's going to clean up there. 
Like, because, like, Luka's just going to throw him lobs. It's going to be easy pickings for him. But you go over the last eight games, not even just the two that he's been here in Dallas. You look over his last eight games, this is what he's putting up right now. 14 points, 12 rebounds, two and a half blocks, and one and a half steals. That's Gafford over his last eight, even dating back to the games with Washington. So, And because of that, we do not have a first-round pick, which we're all fine and happy about right now. But do we need to figure out how to get one back for Bronny? Well, we may need to get something back uh, for Bronny. According to Mark Stein, um, there are a pair of teams that have considered and are considering drafting Bronny James as a means to land his father. Now, Bobby, his father's LeBron James. Heard of him? (laughs) Okay, he's a basketball player. Uh, several NBA championships. And he says, I know, of it, this is in his newsletter, I know of at least two teams in the NBA, Matt, that believe LeBron would consider signing with them for far less than the $51 million that he would be known to get with his status. If Bronny is on the roster, there might be more than just the two that believe he would consider it. Now, he does not say who those two are, but speculation abounds. And it points to the Knicks and Miami Heat. Now, I thought there was bad blood between LeBron and Pat Riley. No? I I thought they did not leave on great terms. I don't uh, recall. But this is where I would love to be able to secure a first-round draft pick. Or maybe a second if he makes it. That'd be nice. All right. Multiple questions here. Number yeah. one, do you still consider LeBron James a finishing piece to win a championship? My answer is yes. Everyone, yes. You would want sure. LeBron on your team. Why, why are you so hesitant with it? Sure. Because, because just LeBron. Try to separate. I know. Listen, I, I, I've been it's talking. very difficult. This is my new thing. In therapy. This is my new thing I've been trying to teach you now. I've already told you you have an attention problem, and now uh, you're smart enough to be able to separate things. Adderall told me I had an attention problem about a decade ago. Yeah, that's yes. true. <laughs> uh, you got to separate things. Is LeBron James as a player putting you over the top if you're on the cusp of a championship? Of course he is. He's 25, yeah. 7, and 7. Yes, he is, he's good. putting you over the top. He is not carrying you any longer. Okay. There is that. Now, you do have to factor in, right? Let's just say he came here. Is LeBron really going to? They've tried, supposedly, to give the Lakers to Anthony Davis. He's too soft and cowardly to ever, and too hurt to ever accept that. Uh, LeBron James comes here to the Dallas Mavericks, mm-hmm. hypothetically. Luka's still Luka? I mean, how much is that changing? So you do have to factor in how he would fit and share the spotlight. Yeah, look, I mean, it, does he make them better? Absolutely. Uh, you know, how much longer does he he really have, though, at the level that he's at? I mean, right. he's, still, he's still shooting over 50%. He's still shooting 40% from three. Like you said, he's putting up 25, 7, and 7 or whatever the hell it is. All right, so we all agree. Here's the yes. second question that I find fascinating. Do you burn a first-round pick what are we doing here, Mike? What are we doing? He's playing, he's what, playing, he's playing football. What's what's going on with this? The, the Mavericks have a first-round pick this year. In the trade, they got Oklahoma City's first-round pick. Pick swap? Is that what it was? No, it's not a swap. It's the the Oklahoma City has 7 million picks still. Right. They got one of the Mavericks. Sw- they swapped 2028. Oklahoma City gets the best pick in 2028 between the Mavericks and Oklahoma City. Whoever has the worst record, Oklahoma City gets that pick. In 2024, the Mavericks, according to Mark Stein at the trade deadline, picked up Oklahoma City's worst first-round pick this year. Right now, that's about 25. Sweet. So the Cause, Yeah, because Tagathon says that's going to Utah. Well, 
I just showed you the tweet. Like, yeah. literally, yeah. on trade deadline day, unless Mark Stein is wrong, I have not seen him take that back. Text Coop and ask just to confirm. Yeah. Here's was, what he was, says. League sources tell the Stein line that Dallas is also acquiring, acquiring Oklahoma City's second least favorable first-round pick in 2024. Oh. To send Washington in the Rashawn Holmes for Daniel Gafford trade. So, Okay. I know because you, you're like well, they don't have one. According to Mark Stein, on trade deadline day, the Mavericks have pick. It'll be somewhere between pick 22 and 27. Probably they'll have. All right. Well, I was on a couple of mock drafts looking to confirm. I've done I, this too, and I'm like, why do they not yeah. have this? Is Mark Stein wrong? But I'm trusting Mark Stein reports. And it didn't get sent somewhere else in another. Nope. Maybe it's because it's behind a Substack. You paywall traded your 2000. It, I'm being to, dead serious. Honest <laughs> to God, that's probably why. But. In 2027, we did give away that pick in the P.J. Brown. So this year, you go to the Knicks. In 2027, right. it goes to Charlotte. In 2029, it goes to Brooklyn. In 2028 and 2030, the Mavericks have already done pick swaps. They get wor the worst pick possible out of certain situations. So okay. you've traded a lot, but you do have a first-round pick, according to Mark Tr Stein. Trucker to come text line. The pick got went to get P.J. Washington. The OKC pick went to Washington. I don't know if that's PJ okay. or Washington. Uh, and the 2027 first-round pick? So we traded two first-round picks to get him? Because it said the 2027 first-round right. pick went Coop, to... Coop just texted me. He goes, they will not. They will not have a first-round pick. It will be conveyed to the Knicks to complete the KP trade. Focus on baseball, Mike. Then you know? what about our pick? <laughs> our pick is conveyed. The Mavericks pick is conveyed to the New York Knicks. What about this Mark Stein thing that we got Oklahoma City's as Coop since he's live right now? I thought Holmes and the number one <laughs> went for it. I thought. I mean, it'd be even even add to the top. I mean, I literally just read what Mark Stein put on trade deadline day that the Mavericks got Oklahoma City's worst first round pick. And I'm just reading what he put on trade deadline day. This is what the Mavericks received. Okay. But to your point, Tankathon. NBADraft.net, all of these places I go to, it's confusing to me because I'm like, yeah. Stein is saying we have Oklahoma City's least favorable first-round pick this year. Okay. Uh, thank you, Mikey B. And you can join even the rest of the discussion if you want to make it an even better topic. Talking about LeBron. This is – so the second part of this is, would you be willing to burn – right now, Bronny's numbers are not good. Oh, no, not very good. 6-3-2, and 35% from the field. Would you be willing as an organization to burn a first-round pick to get LeBron for a year or two? That's the second question. Look, you're the Mavericks at the end of the first, or you're the Mavericks picking lower. You use the Mark Stein pick. Yes. Let's just say it's the <laughs> man. Let's rename it the Mark Stein pick. The yes. Mark Stein pick. Yeah, I, I would do that because for, for a couple of reasons. I mean, one, uh, Coop said it was traded to Washington for Gafford, that OKC pick. Um, so I, I would do that for the reason that like the chances are, is that you're not going to get a player better than LeBron, even though it's going to be in the twenties. Let's say it's in the twenties. Yeah. You wouldn't get a player better than LeBron, even at his advanced age. The chances are it's a wasted pick. Get yourself a chance to win a title. Man. And this is the tough thing for me because you, you, you're asking me to separate something that's really difficult for me to separate. There are only a handful of players that I feel like I have distaste for. That it's like, I don't care that they're going to help me win a title. I don't want to win it with them. Okay. And LeBron might be one of them. That <laughs> I, I don't totally care. I don't want to win it with him. That's kind of how I feel about it. So if it means, it's I, I'm going to take the Jerry Jones method. If it means winning in a way that's not my way, then I don't want to win. 
I don't want it. And so that's how I'm approaching LeBron. There's huge collusion in the NBA through the players. So you'll know. You'll know if Braun tells Kyrie, tells Mark Cuban, tells Luca. Oh, yeah. He's tight with all of those guys. He'll tell them, go get Bronny and I'll go play for you next year. If you get that guarantee, which is wrong, like you shouldn't be able to do that. But yeah. if he gives you that guarantee, um, I think that you'd be crazy not to do it because from a financial standpoint. How, you- how high up of a pick would you have to have in order to not do it? You know, we're top, drawing a line at top, a lottery prospect. Top 15. Top 15. I'd be like, I can't do it, man. He's not an NBA basketball player. Yeah. Like, okay. But if I get to pick 20, and I know I'm getting LeBron James with this pick, because would you trade the 20th overall pick for LeBron James? Without a doubt, you would. Right. Even though he has Because, like, the Pelicans will pick at 20 right now. Yeah. Like, if the Pelicans said, we get LeBron James with this pick, and we know that he's going to play with us for at least two years, yeah. I would make that trade. But and- if I'm picking 10... Like, would you trade Derek Lively today for LeBron James? I would say no, because I think Derek Lively has 15 years in this league. And then my third question, and maybe as a broadcaster after last night, and my third question, and this is the big father discussion, Mm -hmm. maybe I'm just being naive, is LeBron, would he be doing a disservice to his son of signing up for this and making this known because you're basically setting your son up as a as a as a as a joke, it's a it's, you're a laughing stock. You're only here because of daddy. You are being picked. You don't deserve is anything. It, you're isn't here. Giannis's brothers in the league because of Giannis, not because they can play in this league? Yeah, but he's yeah. signed at the end of a bench, right? Like different attention for being the number eight selection, and you're averaging six, five, and three. Like, are you doing your disservice to your son? For everyone to mock and destroy and make fun of him. Austin Rivers talked about this last week where he was like, look, I, I I just deal with it from the perspective of being Doc Rivers' son. And that was tough for me. He's like, I don't think Bronny wants that. He not, not like he knows it, but he's just saying like, I'm telling you from my experience, I would not want to be Bronny and play with dad. Like shouldn't LeBron just let him be drafted or undrafted on his own instead of like trying to set up some deal? I, you also get yeah. the Ken Griffey angle, though. Like, Ken Griffey Sr., that was, like, a big deal to him to play with Griffey Jr. I understand Bronny is not Ken Griffey Jr. as right. a prospect or anything else. But, like, that was an important thing. And LeBron has said consistently for, what, four years now? Like, that's his dream. He'd love to play yeah. with Bronny. He wants to be on the same court with Bronny. Think of it this way. Like, you know, if if he would not – let's say he would otherwise not be drafted at all. Right. You're facilitating your son to fulfill his dream, which is the ultimate – job of a parent is to help your child fulfill their dream yeah but nobody that, cares how they got their job no, they, their dream not, job no but the rest their of us care job. when we make fun of you for having a silver spoon we all know people are in our lives like there has to be a certain amount of guilt from some people who are just giving it to them and it's like we all know you're not worth anything he may already be living it i mean he may be i mean like he may be at usc because of his last name what do you think mike what do you think about that question It's a great question. It's tough because LeBron James is a billionaire. So, in a way, there's... Your boy, your your, your boy is like, Dad, like, I I don't want to go somewhere. I don't want to be... I'm not a top five player. I'm not a top ten player. I would want... In a way, I understand what LeBron is doing. I'm not faulting him for this. But I would want my son to earn his NBA ticket. Now, can I help... Can I help? 
I'm going to probably try to help. But to do it this way, to be like, if you draft my son in the first round and give him a two-year guaranteed contract, I will go play for your team. That's too much help. That's manipulating tremendously a situation. LeBron's got to tell the teams, you take him in the second. Yeah, but I'm not going to play for your team. I'm telling you he's going to develop or he's going to – and the Lakers are like, look, second-round picks are – they're not worthless in the NBA, yeah. but literally five guys out of the 30 guys pick end up being NBA basketball players yeah. for more than two years in their career. So a second round pick, people take people that are overseas that never show up Sat in the United States. Yeah, I mean, we took Bernard James. He was like a 45-year-old veteran from Florida State. like the Chief. Like, or whatever his nickname yeah, was. Yeah. Robert Parrish. The, you can't say that. No, it, it, was, it was literally his nickname. He was like a naval guy or something. He's But, like, you know, you just look at it and you go – I understand what LeBron is doing. I don't want to fault LeBron for this, but I do think you can manipulate a situation too much with your power, but I think it's tough. LeBron has manipulated the NBA for so long in so many ways. Like He gets 5% of Tristan Thompson's contract when he's the agent of Tristan Thompson and gets him a big contract with the Cleveland Cavaliers. It's just, it's weird. So LeBron does have a skewed view on how the NBA works, and He's the one guy who can do it this way. Why RJ says it's, and as it stands right now, we're thinking the Mavs do not have their first-round pick. Why RJ says it's not looking good for Darren Woodson next year either after this on The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. More explanation from Kyle Shanahan on the overtime decision to kick. Oh, actually, I'm sorry, to receive first. 
He said, we wanted the ball third. If both teams matched and scored, we wanted to be the ones who had the chance to go win. Again, I'm going to give props and cite Dan Orlovsky yesterday on NFL Live. (laughs) (laughs) And I was surprised that the analytics people, maybe they did take this into account. Again, this is speaking another language, so I'll turn it over to you, RJ. But a great point that I thought Orlovsky brought up was a mistake that Shanahan made was... You gave, by the way, uh, people are la- joking on the internet. How hilarious would it have been for San Fran to score the first touchdown and then have them running around the yeah, whole field? Oh, yeah. That's what I was excited for. I wish that would have happened. That would have been amazing. But you essentially gave Mahomes four downs to play with. Well, you, get, you, get, you gave him four downs. Take that into account with the analytics because he knew that it was four down territory until he got. In field goal, in field goal range. range, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it would have been either way, right? It would, they, they, because they, they're prop now. They would have. Oh, okay. no, no. San Fran doesn't score, and it's not four downs for for Kansas City. A four down mentality. Oh, you're talking. About, okay, so outside of field goal range, yes, you absolutely gave them four downs outside of field goal range. That would have been, and, and anybody who gets the ball second is going to get that. I, I suspect that a majority, and almost everybody, would go for it though on a fourth and one. If they have the ball first, because they just now it's a true sudden death game at that point. You're probably gonna unless you're so backed up and you're in field goal range. Yeah, but, but yeah. four, three, four, five, six. Yeah, I mean, he, four yes. downs. He would have to go for it until he gets the field goal range. So you're giving Pat Mahomes yeah. four downs that until you, know. you get the field goal. And then once you get the field goal range, at that point it's probably not going to be four downs because they're going to try to tie it if it's in that fourth and short. They never. They will never do this, mainly, I would guess, because of the concussion issue and everything else. But I have said the entire time, like, the way I want overtime to be, I don't want to be the trade possessions, college, do this and that. You have to go for two starting here. I don't want to do any of that. What I would rather them do is just say 15-minute quarter, you have to play the whole thing out. That's what I would prefer they do. And I know they won't, but in the Super Bowl or in the playoffs, I would just prefer they say you have to play an extra period and, and get it to the end. Yeah, my issue with that is the team that gets the ball first has a massive advantage. Whoever was the, you put too much emphasis on the coin toss. And don't lose the coin toss. I'm saying well, I mean, you, 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 you get the, you lose, get, you get lose the, you get the whole period. How, how, how do you lose it? Nobody's going to run down 15 minutes on the clock. Everybody will get a possession. No, 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 I know. But then some teams might get two possessions, only one, the other one gets one. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, it's just not, that's not, and that's why I don't like this current rule. I think if you're going to do where both teams are guaranteed a possession, regardless of the outcome of the first, then I think you just need to make it equal for both. Like if the other team gets the third one, then you got to get the fourth. Like I think I do. I do believe that 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 is the the only fair way to go. By the like, way, for all you uh, lunatics and you psychos out there with your conspiracy theories, Ryan, I should have given you a heads up. But uh, when you can put up on the fan cam the New Orleans Super Bowl logo, and oh yeah, and y'all tell me what it means. How Why? would you describe this? And let's talk about who's going to be playing in the big game after oh. it failed this year and after the double OT thing did not take place either. Okay, so that is the Chiefs and Seattle Seahawks. Yep, slam dunk. That's the Chiefs and Super Seahawks. Super Bowl next year. That's adding dirty, making a difference as the defensive coordinator in Seattle. Mike McDonald coming in, just really, you know, doing a great job. And then the Chiefs, of course, because the Chiefs are the Chiefs. But we're going to get an upset next year. It's going to be it's going to be the Seahawks over the Chiefs now. That's what that tells me right there. Okay. It's, I a, it's a purple background, which doesn't play in it. The logo, the logo itself. Ryan's got it the up. The letters only is uh, red, and that's a yellowish teal, not teal, yellowish, greenish kind of Seahawks color. 
Okay. I've Accent. already made up my mind, by the way, gentlemen. I'm staying through to Saturday next year. I'm going to stay through. I'm, I'm, I'm going to party on Bourbon Street Friday night of the Super Bowl. Okay. Well, you just pay for a hotel for one night. I will. And um, you drive back. Dude, the hotels. You, you can drive back stay. or fly back. What's the drive versus flight? It's like it's seven like hours. Seven to nine. We, we, it was nine for us at the RV. Yeah, because you guys drive it, like grannies. It's like a seven-hour uh, drive normally. Not the way I drive. I, I I go 90 whole way like nothing. Be likable. You're, you're almost there. You got 30 more minutes. <laughs> so you, would you drive or fly? Uh, I, I would. I mean, running a car and driving back would be cool. I, I like road trips, actually. Like, okay. I, I like making stops. By the way, Didn't Chris, you, you were you were insulting. I, I don't know if this was an off-air conversation, but you were crapping on the whole city of New Orleans yesterday, just like yeah. Joppy yeah, it does. Yeah, it does smell like creek water. I will say that on the air. <laughs> it's, like, uh, it's like bougie Jacksonville. It's awful. But, I mean, the party atmosphere is great. It just... All of your food will taste like, you know, no, the food three is day fantastic. old. You're, you're going to hate the food. You're no, I've, I've been to New Orleans a okay. couple times. You, I, I you like eat seafood. No, I won't do that. Okay. But I mean, I'll, I mean, I'll like, I'll, I'll definitely try the city cuisine. They've got IHOPs there. I know they've got a walk on <laughs> sports bar and bistro. I <laughs> yes. uh, really enjoy that. I like the McDonald's out there. All right, Choppy. Uh, so you are forecasting. Next year, Darren Woodson possibly getting into the Hall of Fame finally. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Next year's class is going to be tough to crack. So, you've got your holdovers. These are the finalists that did not make it this year. Darren Woodson's one of them. Eric Allen. Jared Allen. uh, Antonio Gates. Rodney Harrison. Tori Holt. Reggie Wayne. The Tory Holt, I mean, honestly, the ones that stand out to me there are Tory Holt, Reggie Wayne, Jared Allen, and Woodson. As yeah. being, uh, Holt and Woodson are, are the robberies. I, I used to think Antonio Gates, but I know when we brought this up a couple of months ago and we actually looked at his numbers, we were like, oh, that dude was not as prolific as we all yeah. remembered him being. Um, But then you got the new ones. Well, this is going to be tough. This is going to be a tough class. Oh, I was hoping that you were done right there. No, no. First time eligibles. First time eligibles. Okay. Eli Manning. No. No, but he's getting in. He's getting in. I don't know. I've talked to a couple of Hall of Fame voters who said they won't vote for him. So Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, Luke Keekley. Ooh, that's the Patrick Willis discussion again, isn't it? I gotta look at how many years. I mean, he was fantastic. Look at his numbers compared to seven Zach. time Pro Bowler, six six time all pro. He's I mean, he's he's Patrick Willis. It's the same question essentially. God, six time all pro. Uh, defensive Player of the Year and Defensive Rookie of the Year. He made for, he made All Pro six times in eight seasons. All Decade team as well, and that's wow. usually a good indicator that they're going to put you on. Did Woody make the All Decade? He did, I believe. Let me look. Marshall Yonda. Yonda no. was so good. Marshall Yonda. He was, was Baltimore he Ravens star. Yes. yes, he was like the Ravens. Yeah, he was. He How was many fantastic. All Pros did he make? He made it. He made. He was a Pro Bowler in each of his final nine seasons. Eight-time Pro Bowler, eight-time Pro Bowler, two-time All-Pro, All-Decade team. Two-time All-Pro? Okay. Okay. Um, (laughs) Marshawn Lynch. No. By the way, Yonda was two-time first-team All-Pro. He did make the second-team All-Pro five times. So he had some other guys ahead of him. Okay. Marshawn, no. No. Terrell Suggs. (sighs) No. Very good. Suggs was a compiler. Yeah, I I would would put Allen over Suggs. Yes. Yes. The Anquan Bolton of defensive players. 
kind of Terrell ter- mm. Suggs. Yeah. Or, oh, man, he had a, I didn't realize he had that many seasons of double-digit sacks. He had seven seasons of double-digit sacks. Wow, he was a sacks. beast. A little Art Monk-like. Uh, Joe Staley? No. The tackle? No. Uh, Keep Tlaib? <laughs> Demarius Thomas? No. Uh, no. I can't put him in over Holt and Wayne. Wayne. No. Uh, let's see. Clay Matthews, Ryan Khalil. Khalil, no. And that's it. That's it for the new guys. All right. So, Keekly, Eli. Is that all we said for sure? I don't know that guys? Eli's for sure. Oh, Yonda. Keekly and Yonda, I think, are in. Okay. Eventually. Maybe not right away because they've been punishing people lately for some reason. They punished Marcus Ware, but. Eli, Keekly, Yonda, Reggie Wayne, Holt. I'm saying no to Rodney Harrison. I'm saying no. He's not better than Darren Woodson. Antonio Gates. Have we had a steroid question come up? Illegal substance he PEDs. Did, he, he did have a PED thing. And when we looked at Gates, we were stunned at how that, off the, his numbers were. Yes. the number. I would say he's not a Hall of Famer based upon everything. 2,000-yard seasons for him. Yeah. And then Jared Allen. So, one, two, three, four, five, six. That's six guys without Woodson. Yeah. Okay. So, here, so here is the selection committee that meet. Obviously, annually, there is no set number, but the committee's current bylaws stipulate between four and nine will be selected each year. Okay. Now, there it, there was three times in the 70s where three were named, but there is no rule. It's a, it's it's kind of like a, a gentleman's agreement. They just say, we're going to take at least four, no more than nine. And some they try to make from the Veterans Committee. Um, and if I'm wrong on that, that's that's just from the Pro Football Hall of Fame website. Yeah, Blaine Bassick. Yeah, I, I could Play be. Mark Stein. I could be. So, you got to take a minimum of four. Let's just do seven, right? Because like they'll have the couple of the the veterans guys. I, I look. I, I think it's gonna be hard to say no to uh, we, whether we like him or not. Eli's getting in. I agree. I don't know that. And I'm I, just telling you, there are influential people in that room who are not going to vote for him. And what is their reasoning? Just that he wasn't that compiler, that Hall of Fame compiler player. who stepped up in big games but didn't have a Hall of Fame career. I I don't even think of him as a compiler at all. I just think of him as like just he won two Super Bowls, and I, and I agree. I wouldn't put him in either, but I think enough old people will. So anyway, Eli, we all say we said Keekly. You said that, uh, and then I was obviously Yonda, but I, there's zero chance I could see that one of the two receivers doesn't get in in Wayne or Holt again. Holt has to Holt to me has to get in before anybody else, even Woodson. I, I, and I love Woodson, but I think I think Woodson and Holtz are the two glaring omissions. Allen's pretty glaring. Jared Allen was really, really great. And I don't understand this, you know, attempt to punish players lately that the NFL has gotten involved in. They were never the ones who just, oh, you got to wait about. That used to be a Major League Baseball thing. Baseball's gotten better about that. I don't know why that's become a big thing in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. We feel like Reggie Wayne's a Hall of Famer. I do off the top of my head without, not without, like, I haven't looked at it, but I feel like How many yards, how many um, blank yard seasons would he have to have to really impress you? How a thousand did, yard seasons? A thousand? Yeah. All right. Um, I'm, I'm going to give them to you. Seven is All probably right. in my head. 12, 10, count them for me. 12, 10, 1,055, 13, 10, 15, 10, 11, 45. These are consecutive, by the way. 12, 64, 13, 55, and then he had 13, 55 again. Yeah. Eight. Yeah, so 8,000-yard seasons. Now, Torrey Holt to me is the one because Torrey Holt averaged over the course of like eight years, averaged 1,400 yards. I, I think he had, I'm trying to remember, like over the, the first eight years of a career, it's like only Jerry Rice has more receiving yards than him. He was fantastic. Like Holt to me was a total difference maker, and I don't understand why he's getting dinged the way that he is. I think he was better than Isaac Bruce. 
Well, him and Wayne were thought of as the twos on those teams. Which is silly because Holt was better than Isaac Bruce to me. Like, I thought considerably. And I thought Reggie Wayne was pretty close to Harrison. Crosstalk with the KMC Masterpiece next on The Fam. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Crosstalk with a KMC masterpiece, Kevin Hagelin, Mike Bassick, and Corey Majors. Good morning, sir. What's coming up? Before we get into what's coming up, Sean, Uh-oh. my apologies. Um, apologies. We have a little bit of a problem with our producers at the moment. I could tell something was happening. We thought you guys were going to miss Crosstalk right now. Uh, yesterday, Peyton forwarded an email to me from Alec. A vile email. The subject line said, F-U-B, and then it said, P-A-H-S-M-I-D, talk about my hair again, and I'll F your mom. Oh, my goodness. That was from Alec to Peyton. So this is a children's putting show. putting this Peyton. out there. And I was like, Holy wow. Moly. And then this died. morning, Peyton, because we, we did discuss this a little bit yesterday on air. Oh. Peyton sent me an email that said, Read this on air, you butthole. <laughs> I don't think you can say that. <laughs> I don't think you can say that one. And it's a yeah, picture yeah, of Ed yeah. Werder. And <laughs> <laughs> you know what that makes you? That makes you a yeah. So I don't I don't know why I keep getting involved in this conversation here, but he felt the need to forward me the email from Alec. <laughs> like, I'm gonna, supposed to come down on Alec about this, and now he's sending threats to me via my email. So, and Ed Werder. Yeah, and <laughs> so 
Here we are. Are you embarrassed? In a weird producer situation. (laughs) There's a few between them, and I'm caught in the middle. Hey, Pam, what's going on? Look, Corey, you you listen to the payload. I know you do. You wake up early on Thursdays. You know what happened to Alec when he was talking that mess about about my segment, and now here you are bringing me up on air about an email that should not have been leaked on air, (laughs) and now you're next on the payload, Corey Majors. (laughs) So you'll be getting a phone call at 640 in the morning on Thursday. On Thursday? That's right. Is it? Let me set an alarm. I might be awake. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'll get up. I'll, y'all know I'll get up. Where's Alec? He's back He's there. He's back there. Back you back can't there. see him over the computers. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm just so kidding. Rude. I'm just kidding. Mate, you're gonna, I'm going to get another email that's directed to you that's like, talk Alec, about my height again. Alec claims Peyton sent the email on his own. Like, went over to Alec's email and sent it to himself. I'm producing. I can't I can't be on other computers. I'm working on my own stuff. So that's right. Can't be me. Corey, what is coming up on the program? Uh, right out of the gate, who's your preferred Mavs closing five as you've gotten a chance to see what's going on there. And at 11.20, in honor of something that happened in the airport at Vegas, what's your favorite name in the history of sports? Because we found out a name that Mike uses is real. A name? Easy, yes. easy favorite name in sports of all time. Shigatoshi Hasegawa. <laughs> That was my favorite. So a person's like actual name or nickname, like they're, an they're athlete. Re- their real name. Yeah. Like real Mike name. uses it all the time, and I don't think Mike knew this person was real. Was I did no it chance. until until you thought that name was used at the, the airport. airport as a real person needing to come to the whatever counter twenty or whatever yeah. it is, and then I decided. There's no way this is a real name. <laughs> I've just heard this before, and then I looked it up. It is the NASCAR it is. driver. It's a tennis player. No, no. Dick Trickle. Yeah, Dick Trickle is who uh, I was thinking. Yeah, it's always for uh, for the, the one of the guys who runs the IOC is Dick Pound. Yeah, and I always thought that was good. Like if it's he gets name. lost or something. Michael, I would like to congratulate you in person. On the oh yeah, knuckleballs. Texas Rangers television. Yes, is. sir. Yeah, you it's... have such a big mouth. I can't. Oh, my I'm goodness. so stunned. You did not tell me or anyone else 24 hours ago. You kept yeah. it quiet to yourself. Yeah. I, we're getting text messages, like announcement coming, announcement coming. I'm like, what is it? And someone told me what it was, and I'm like, Mike didn't, he didn't it's, make did, the phone did, call. Did not list, no, kept it quiet. Yeah. But congratulations. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. It's uh, gonna be the Daves, Dave Valley, Dave Murphy, Mike Bassick, and then with Dave Raymond, and then Jared Sandler will fill in when Dave Raymond has days off. But yeah, we'll split them pretty much by a third. Uh, all three of us uh, work in the Ranger games. Different nights, obviously. Yeah, but yeah, I it's... don't know how this is a fe- if you guys have talked about this or not, or whether you he's can fired. Talk about it. I have no clue yeah. how this is going to work. How, yeah, how's this going to affect radio? How many times this brought us brought this up? How many times he's supposed to take a Comrex on the road with? Him? <laughs> how many days does the Comrex just not work? Oh, it's not working. The internet. You get tried from the hotel then, and not from the uh, ballpark. You, you kick in the ballpark early and just do I'm it. I'm assuming when I'm in Oakland, I'm not going to that dump of a right. place and trying to knock on the doors and be like, can you open this place up at 7.30 a.m. for your 7 p.m. baseball game that 1,500 people are going to be at? I'd like so to I hang out with the wall possum Well, not if you while. say it like that, they're oh. not going to let you in. When's your contract up? March 1st. That's like three weeks away. One of the, <laughs> it's, like, it's right around the corner. That's one of the how it works. Uh, okay, so what are you nervous? Are you doing like everything. stunning someone? What what tips have you been given from people? I've been listening a lot to Harry Doyle. 
That's uh, love Harry Doyle. <laughs> is that a real name? One yes. hit. Uh, one G hit. I know. I was four, joking. Ball eight, sons of the feather. Ball 12. Yeah. Genius topic. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. How are they laying off pitches this close? <laughs> <laughs> that man's got uh, a family to feed. What are you going to uh, do? No, I just, uh, I know that we're going to spring training in two weeks. So right. I guess well. I'll, I'll let the cat out of the bag here. I'm going to go back to spring training. There's going to be a couple of broadcasts for, for Ranger spring training games. Well. And I'll, I'll do with Dave Raymond. So we'll, get with us. we'll get in a couple couple games there in spring training. Obviously, you know, going to have meetings and, and um, I don't know, mock games. Is that what you'd call them? Yeah. Like when Tony Romo sat up in a, fun of in, a, so. in a box. Ooh, are you going to predict like Romo? Are you going to be like, I bet this is a changeup? Oh, yes, I, I, I do. I <laughs> oh, do that when I was ball. when I got to do. I, I mean, honestly, last year was a dream. I got to do a Yankees Rangers game <laughs> uh, on radio with Sandler, and then I got to do two games in D.C. with C.J. Ooh. And you can tell there's a there's an idea on the sequence a guy is using to, and, and you can be wrong because there's multiple things you can do off of something, but. That's where, honestly, Sandler sent me this article that I still need to read. And this is the, <laughs> <laughs> this is the tough thing. It's going to be good. It's, it's about, good. Well, it's about pitching. It's and really so good. you see a guy, and against his slider, they bat 111. Well, a lot of people that, I hate saying this, that never played say, well, then just throw your slider 100% of the time. Right. Oh, yeah, but yeah. it's like, no, it works because you set it up a certain Changing way. It's, levels. 20 it's, rushing attempts. It's, you have to be punching tickets, baby. Right, yeah. If Josh Howard scores 20 points, the Mavericks win every game. Well, then just give him the ball every time to start the game until he gets to 20 and it's on a – no, it's – if he scores 20 because it's a little bit rare, it usually leads yeah. to great things for the Dallas right. Mavericks. Not that you have to get him 20 points to win the game. So I think there's stuff like that where from a pitcher's eye, you know, I can see, but it's funny. What are you going to say and risk like being wrong? Yeah, I do. Sure. I do remember because I, I did watch all the games that Mike did in D.C., uh, and there was a moment where he and CJ Nikowski both said, Mike, you, I think you set it up. You were like, all right, he's gone fastball, fastball. Here's where I would go with what, whatever off-speed pitch. This guy, this, this, this. He set it up perfectly, and Cody Bradford, I believe, was pitching. He throws a fastball, and it gets rocked. And they both kind of, CJ and Mike, just kind of <laughs> giggled about it, and were like, hey, what do two former left-handed pitchers know anyway? Because right. they didn't. he didn't go with the pitch that they would have set up. And I just thought that was a, a funny way of approaching it as well as still delivering good information. Is there anyone you'd like to, like, mimic or copy that you thought was a great baseball analyst? I mean, I've loved, for my lifetime, I've got to listen a lot to Norm Hitchkiss, Steve Busby, Jim Sundberg, Tom Greve, now CJ Nikowski. Did Norm like break down the game? Oh, yeah, Norm was the mm -hmm. analyst, the yeah. color analyst he for the good. Rangers for I'm gonna guess good. a decade. I, I don't know the exact timeline of he was he was doing that and Mavericks. He was the color analyst for Whoa. the Rangers and the Mavericks what? in the eighties yeah. through like early nineties. HSE, baby. My mom hated his voice. She was just like, I just I can't mean, stand it. Oh, that's shoot, crazy. I'm about to be a color analyst at a college basketball game in a week and a half. Yeah, for a yeah, for a game. But like Oh, the season! Congratulations, Chop. Good yeah. job, Choppy. <laughs> we, uh, we've congratulated. I'm, well, I'm not in this job, <laughs> but you, to me, the greatest ever. I don't do this. This is more Dave Raymond, but to me, the greatest ever is Vin Scully listening yep. to a baseball game. So, he talked about <laughs> sharks for like six innings. And I just he thought had it was the most so much stuff. information. 
And I just, when you go back in the history and you listen to like the 1986, like I talked about this yesterday, 86 was the, the year I fell in love with baseball and said, I'm going to be a major league baseball player. Watching Dwight Gooden, watching the Boston Red Sox, watching that is when I decided I love this so much. This is all I want to be in my life. And when you hear Vin Scully calling those World Series moments, I don't know, for me, that just, he just sounds perfect to me in setting up the moment and then giving the moment. And I get it. He got older. Maybe he didn't have as oh, much no, energy. I'm just, I'm just busting balls here. But um, obviously, I love Smoltz. Now, Smoltz was tough. I couldn't believe how tough he was on the Rangers. I, I was defending him early on, like through Tampa and me through too. Baltimore. I'm like, He's just doing his job. Right, it sounds yeah. a little bit harsh on the Rangers, but look, they're going to the ALCS. He'll he'll do this Houston series, and they're like, dang, he really was like calling this game from a Houston perspective. And then you got to the World Series, and he's calling it from a Diamonds ba- Diamondback perspective. And I'd look at it and go, well, that's tough. Obviously, I will be calling it from a Rangers perspective because we always say when a guy hits a home run, Corey Seager hits a home run, we don't go, well, that was a bad pitch. Right, I mean, we say what a great swing, what a, you know, but right. oh yeah, it's when, never pitcher's mistake. When when let's say so Andrew Heaney gives up three runs in an inning, we'll look at and go, well, you know, he was just over the middle of the plate, he got behind in the count, and this is why he got hit. We don't go, well, the only reason the Rangers scored three runs in this inning is the dude was throwing the ball right down the middle on right. two and zero counts. So you the know? first games or series, you know that exactly. I do not know my regular season schedule yet. All right. But I do know in mid-March, I will most likely be going back to Arizona to do a couple games with Dave Raymond. Do you know how many you're going to be doing during the regular uh, season? Well, there's about the Rangers have about a dozen national games this year, whether it's on ESPN, Amazon, Fox. So they're going to have about 150 games televised on Bally's. I will do a third of them, so approximately 50. Wow. G- give or take, right? Yeah. I mean – I could do 40. I could do 55. Are you gonna, like, you know? go suit shopping, or you feel good in that category? Well, you know, you're not on TV except for the first inning. Don't wear like, pants. Right before the game, they do the three-minute hit of you setting up the game, and then literally they might show you one more time yeah. in the booth. Like, you get shown a lot more on pre and post than you do actually mm-hmm. calling the game. There's also a lot of, like, polos. Didn't they do, like, the fishing shirts last year? They did and last year, but we don't get you to get do... get the Sunday powder blue coat. Are you going to get one of those? I want one Ooh. of those. Get it! Well, I'm I'm just wondering how close CJ's fit is. That's you don't just, think he that's took just the coat left, with him? That's just left in the booth. What? Yeah. His fit. I think they'll make it work. Yeah. I think. Well, congratulations, awesome. Michael. Thank you. I'm humbled. Like, I'm I'm sh- growing up here and my dad playing for the Rangers and then this being my team, it's somewhat hard to believe. I'm excited. I'm getting prepared for it. But it's also hard to believe that, to me, I know, look, this is my thing, but it's hard to believe that God has given me this blessing to get to do something that I just didn't think was maybe accomplishable. Yeah. I'm just happy I have another ticket guy to go through. <laughs> That's right. Get a pair All of right, game, don't you? Yeah, it's you the do. KMC masterpiece next on 105 through the fan. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 